Do you know what that situation, Pat, reminds me of? What's that? When you don't have one of these, but I do. Penis. <laughs> okay, this is the second thing that I have that yes, you don't okay, have. Yes, okay, all right. And that is an ex-wife. Okay. Oh, yes, that's yeah. true. Okay. And and what I find interesting about this is that when you know someone some you you're not sure you somebody you haven't talked to in a really long time and then they want to be friends or do they want to be friends? Mm-hmm. But you said maybe it's a mean girl thing where yeah. they like want to you know that's that's exactly what this is. Yep. You see, it's ex-wife stuff. Yeah. You know, where they're like they're they're like I just want to make sure that I'm in your crawl. Yeah, I just want to make sure I got some some kind of realty up in that head of yours. Yeah, that I can live there. I got just a condo. Know. Like whenever <laughs> I want, I can just come visit timeshare. And I'm going to come in there. I'm going to visit a little bit. Just mess know, it up a little. Because here's what here's the, the the issue with this. So in the way that my mind works is like this: is that is that once you're out of my you sort of nuclear space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I don't give you any thought at all. Out of sight, out of mind. That's right. Out of sight, out of mind. Yep. It's not. It's not meant to be derogatory or no. mean or hate filled or anything. It's just that, like, okay, that has that ship has sailed. I'm literally only worried about my personal surroundings most of the time. So Honestly, Don's just... at work right now. Couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the problem is, is that they just then they send a message like, Bing! and you're like, oh. Should I think That's about weird. this person? And then it's boom. Right. Yep, they're like, "Oh, this is nice." Right. <laughs> they're opening the door. You hear the key in their yeah. lock, and you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, not with ex-wives, oh, but no. but no, no. I'm saying they're coming. Oh, in, in your mind. Yeah, they're 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 entering your mind, and you're like, "Yeah," because well, you're like thinking, like, "What? Why are they messaging me? Well, what do right. they mean by this?" Because I only this- have like, depending on who it is, I only have one reaction. So I mean, if like they, so like, so for when the ex-wife jumps in. Then right. it's like, then I'm like, oh fuck, like, yeah. you know, I got to deal with that, you know. And like this I, and, is gonna be a schlock. Yeah, this you know? nothing good's gonna come of this. Right, right. What the fuck? Yeah. But like when it's somebody else, you're like, oh, I don't know, are they, you know? But still, just stuck in your head. Yep. So here's the thing. This is where this is where the lesson comes in, and then we can we could talk about where we are right now and yeah. start moving into this episode. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. This is the lesson that we learn. Okay, and I think this is important, especially for young women. Okay. And that is, you could be wrong, right? It could have been that you could have had a great friendship Mm -hmm. and you blew it. Yeah. But, (laughs) but, but it's better just to, it's better just to say fuck it. And like, if that person's giving you the weird vibe, just ditch them. Yeah. That's it. Just ditch them. It's possible that you have blown the potential for a great friendship, but Mm -hmm. fuck them. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It's done. Just move on. Yeah. Delete their number. Delete their number. Get yeah, rid of them. It's so easy. And out of sight, of, out of mind. And then they'll text you at random. For yeah, and they'll no be reason. like, who's... And then you get you the, who's this, this number. number. And, and, and then like, it's like, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Who's this? Because that's the thing. Is like, it, it's it, That's the part. That's that's when it that's when it feels good. Because then you know, okay, we're we're not connected anymore. That's like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you have no idea who this is. It's, and it's and it's so good. It's yeah. such a good feeling. But yeah. I do that to family sometimes. So, well, whoops. it happens. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, Pat. Yeah. Episode 24, 6 a.m. podcast. We just released episode 23. Yeah, but, but the other one was 21. You may notice that episode 21 leads typically to episode 22. Honestly, Jeff, not in my head, but in most people's heads. Yeah, it would yeah. be 22, but instead we released episode 23. Mm, there's a reason for that. What happened? Well, let's just say that episode 22 is a little... Too hot for TV. A little too hot for TV. Anybody remember infomercials back in the day for a little thing called Girls Gone Wild? <laughs> this is not like that. You know, the first one that popped in my head was ShamWow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I said as seen on TV. Yeah, I guess you're right. But no, yeah. It's a it's a little too hot for TV. It's NCFW. It is. Yeah. It's not. You guys. Yeah. It wasn't appropriate for consumption. Right. We got we got to we got to make sure that we make sure that you guys are because honestly, if we if we overdose you with this like this kind of like it's dopamine right that's the shit that makes you feel good yeah yeah that that episode was so nasty (laughs) 
that <laughs> you would have been like, oh God. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. This makes uh, me uh, feel like if you're things. driving, then we're liable. We don't yeah, have lawyers. I don't. If we don't have lawyers or insurance. Yeah. So yeah. one day. Maybe. Maybe. Honestly, you're right. Maybe, maybe. one day. Maybe one day episode 22 will be released. But for now, it'll so, just yeah. remain a mystery. It's in the archives, baby. Yeah. You're not going to ever listen to... You won't ever hear a thing that spicy. You know why? Because we ain't releasing it. It's not going to be released. It took Pat nearly a week to recover from episode 22. Yeah. The, the amount... We didn't record last week as a result. There was a, there was a whole li- a layer of skin that I had to regrow. Yeah. There was like there was just... My face was melted off. It my was bad. Ears, my in a good way. My burst. I'm totally deaf right now. Yeah. <laughs> It was good in a bad way. It was bad in a good way. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. episode 22. Yeah. Actually, it, weird. Weird. Speaking of that, uh, uh, I, I just saw a video on YouTube of what happened like in the days or minutes, hours after the uh, uh, crater or the uh, uh, asteroid hit the planet. Sure. Killed yeah, all the dinosaurs. Right. And fuck, dude. It was like days of natural disasters. Sure. That's all it was it's episode 22 it, it didn't happen yeah exactly that's, that's what i'm saying <laughs> this is exactly it like it it wasn't like it it was like boom meteor blast and like it was over lights out no 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 no, no. no. like the earth died for days it was like the asteroid hitting was like the best part of the yeah experience. that was like, that was the easy part the closest to the meteor the best ever because they were gone you're gone right you didn't <laughs> it almost to... it almost ex- it almost hit the core of the earth that's how hard the fucking meteor hit. No shit. That's fucking crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They explained the like it was instead of like a pebble hitting like like dropping into water and making a little sure. like boop. ripple. Yeah. You yeah. know that thing? <laughs> <laughs> it was like <laughs> you just, that was like now all the dinosaurs are dead. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it was like a butterfly flaps its, it's wings. Like <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I uh, what? Oh, sorry. You're gonna hit Stanley's butt? No. Oh, um, no. There's. Uh, it, it was. It was like this asteroid was like a uh, a boulder hitting a puddle. Okay. Like going. It was like. Yeah. It was just like. Bush, you know right. what I mean? Sure. It was. Come on, Stanley. Hey. Don't do this. Don't do this to yourself, bro. Like we're having cat problems sorry. here on episode 24, not episode 22. Yeah. yeah, not 22. So basically, what I'm saying is, it got worse every hour. At like until it was the whole earth was like black. That's because yeah. of the soot for like two right. years. Right. That's what episode twenty two was. It that just is... got worse and worse and worse and worse until it was like at the end of it we were just a couple of icy dinosaurs. <laughs> welcome, Ice Age. So welcome to episode twenty four. Not episode twenty two. Not episode twenty two. We and you hopefully welcome. everyone will remain safe through this one yeah you're staying between the lines right now yeah. listening to this on the road yeah you guys are driving safe and you're like but you are thinking you're like whoa what was episode 22 like and you're, don't yeah. try don't. to look it up yep it's not gonna happen it's not it doesn't exist it's not out anywhere on the internet we have scoured it from the internet yep wait, it's gone wait scraped it scrubbed it scrubbed it there it is <laughs> scoured it <laughs> scraped it <laughs> we scraped it from the internet. It's now scraped. But on episode twenty-four, what are we talking? Well, about? we're talking about uh, this. The, the here's something that I should say before we t- introduce the topic oh, yeah. is that one of the things that Pat and I like to do for these episodes is is get a feel for like what's what are you guys all talking about all the time? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's the what's the what's the new hot topic? What's stuff that's coming up all the time constantly? Whether it's in these online forums, it's on YouTube, it's you know in the gym. And it's this today's episode. We're going to talk about the difference between ghee and no ghee. Yeah, because it's a topic that comes up. I mean, I hear it all the time. And what's happening right now is that there's a big, big push for no ghee being better than ghee. Oh, really? So it's like a better, better, worse. It's not like a. It, it's oh. always a better, worse. Wow. And here's the funny thing. This is the one of the things I like. I, I enjoy this. So okay. So just for the record. Okay, and we'll get into this in more more detail. I, I imagine throughout the episode is that I love both. Yeah, I, I I honestly I feel like I thought it was more of a preference thing. Well, like the, it, was, it usually turns into more of a preference. Yeah, thing. because it's like I, I I wouldn't say like one. It's kind of like saying like which one is better? Is it like is it pizza or is it like tacos? And it's like right. 
No, they're different. But here's what happens. <laughs> if you eat, if you, it's exactly right though, because right. if you eat a lot of pizza and you eat it all the time and then you eat tacos, you're like, man, why God did I? damn, tacos, tacos are, are, tacos are fucking awesome. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. And so then you go to all your friends and you're like, why are you eating pizza? You suck. Yeah. Tacos are way better. And you're like, no, they're not. Yeah, no, they're not. Because I just got done eating tacos all the time, and I had pizza, and I think pizza's way better. And I'm over here going, have you guys ever had euros? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? Mm. Oh, it's just Sambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting because the, the world the, so the world of Brazilian jiu-jitsu is divided up between wearing a gi, which is the traditional jiu-jitsu uniform. It comes with a jacket and pants and mm-hmm. a belt. And no gi, which is obviously, as it states, you're not wearing a jacket or pants or a belt. Instead, you're wearing a rash guard, typically, yep. or a t-shirt. Or nothing. Like, or I, no, I, or I no shirt. I don't like that one, by the way. Yeah. I, I like the no shirt one. I, it's not like I, again, it's just a preference thing. Yeah. I mean, I've done both, yeah. all of them, you know, but usually shorts or compression shorts mm-hmm. or, you know, compression wear. So it, it what it does is it eliminates the opportunity for lapel grips, essentially, and sleeve grips. Mm-hmm. Because they're gone, yeah. Um, you're not wearing them. But what it does is it changes it changes the pace of most of the fights because you can't make you can't slow your opponent down as much as you can in the gi. You can't pin them as efficiently. I feel like yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot that that goes by the wayside in no gi, especially when when your two opponents, you know, or two competitors get sweaty. It's a lot easier to slip out of things. Yeah. And so you find that like you find that it's more fast paced. It seems like it's more action packed and it's thus more entertaining to watch. And some people will say it's more realistic. It's more locks, I feel like, than grips. I, I think that's what I like about it too, because grips aren't like I mean, you can try for grips, but like really it's you know, it's so easy sure. to break uh, to me it's if, very easy to break grips and no gi. Yeah, if you defined it as such, right? Yeah. Like if you defined if you define the difference between a grip and a lock, like I would say, yeah. Like I, I, like you would like I'm gonna try to lock it down like get this arm locked down, like instead sure. of like grabbing like you can have a sleeve and have a you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's just like I feel like it's just the game plan's just a little it's just different. Like it literally it I to me it's almost so it's like saying the book is better than the movie kind of thing. Right. To me it's like they're com- two different they're separate parts of the media. It's the same story, yeah, but sure. they're two different sure. medias. Sure, and and I agree with that because I, I will say like this: it may be true that yeah. the book provides you know different perspective, uh, you know, better literary reference. I don't know, like it it conjures different things in your right. mind. Of course, when you read a book yeah. and then you go and watch the movie, it almost never matches what you envisioned in your head. Your imagination. And people are usually let down. So yeah, I'm like, very let down by well, that. The movie is usually kind of like one of those things where you're you can be like, whoa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's usually yeah. sexier, right? <laughs> and, and 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 it can be. And in the movie, of course, is a more you typically a more condensed version because we are on a time limit here. But but what's interesting about yeah. that is that if if I'm somebody that enjoys movies more than reading, it's probably because if I try to read this, I I wouldn't get the same thing out of it as maybe you would exactly as yeah. somebody who likes to read. You know, so I mean, it is. It's like two different. It's the same story. Yeah. You know it's funny too because just people argue mediums. about that, and it's so it's so yeah. funny because it's yeah, legitimately it just a pre- and that's what it's so funny when I heard I I know that there is p- people that prefer no gi. I know like Gordon Ryan doesn't very he doesn't train sure. a lot in the gi right uh, stuff like that like but he does train in the gi though he does train oh he doesn't compete in the gi he doesn't Sorry. compete in the gi yeah. um, but like stuff like that I know that there's people that have a preference but I never knew that it was a but this, but of course it is. Everything has Everything to be. Everything has to be. So in this scenario, which one would you say is books and which one is in, which one is movies? Because now, now I'm gonna make you. Fit. Oh, that's easy. So no gi is movies. Absolutely, and, and right. Gi is the book. Because there's no fucking reading in movies. That's right. <laughs> that's why Pat has taken to no gi. I I like a no gi. Yeah, of course. It's fast. Yeah, it's fast, and people feel like it, even if you are uh, there, even if you are at a lower belt rank, you can compete. Yeah. more you feel that you could be more competitive yeah. at a, if, with people of a higher rank and the reality is is that like no gi is its own beast it's got its you know its fundamentals are still rooted all in the same things that you're learning in the gi it's just that you have to change kind of your mindset now here's the funny thing about this is that you'll just like just like if you stop eating tacos and eat pizza after a long time of eating tacos <laughs> 
Right, you never really stop. It's just a different appetizer now. Yeah, it just changes. <laughs> right, it changes. So that's what I want to get at. Right, I want right. to be get. I like having a good balance. Now, look, I train mostly in the gi these days, but but in the past, I trained mostly in no gi. Yeah. You know, um, and it and it flips and it flops depending on like what those sets of circumstances are. But I can tell you that like they each have their their pros and cons. You know, and and most importantly though, the one that worries me is when people go to no gi and they're like, I hate the gi. Because now I don't get stuck in those stupid lapel chokes. Yeah, I don't get yeah. stuck in these like stupid arm locks. Like because of the gi, I can't move. And they just abandon the gi altogether right. and say no gi is my is my jam. I suck at this. So and and so invariably it sucks. Yeah. So here's what happens though, and and I think it's interesting is that if you're with a bunch of people that are just learning no gi for the first time or in that spectrum. You're really not getting the full no gi experience. What you're getting is a bunch of people who are no longer wearing a gi doing the same kind of jujitsu that you were doing in the gi. That's, yeah, that's true. Okay, so I can see that, right, yeah. and so until you run into somebody that really understands the no gi game, and your legs are getting locked constantly, and your foot's getting torn off constantly, and you're they're on your back constantly, you don't you're not really understanding you're not understanding jujitsu any better. I know for temporarily it feels like that. Yeah. You're like, no, this is way more accessible. This is way better. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's really not. It's so funny. You said that back thing too, because today I was trying this, I was specifically trying this transition to where I'm in like Mount, but instead of taking Mount, I'm trying to get to the back. Sure. And it's like, I'm like, this feels like, and it was very low, like very no grips, like just yeah. wrapping up the legs, sure. like stuff like that. And I was like, this feels like no gi, like the way right. that I was doing. It. And I had that, that position today. Well, so there you go, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. So for for me in the and I and I I stand by this. I think training in the gi and in even I like I personally like training in the gi. I like competition in the gi. I think it's a really I think it's fun. I, but that's you know I'm somebody yeah. that's well invested in the in the world of jujitsu. You know my my life kind of there's a good portion of it that surrounds jujitsu. So when I watch matches, I think it's exciting. You, the average person may find it's boring, but I, I know what's going on. So yeah. like to me, it's exciting, and I understand this. But but here's the thing: I think that training in the gi is um, it has the benefits of both. You can you can work no gi technique in the gi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, nobody That's tells true, you you yeah. have to take a grip, but in no gi you can't simulate the gi, and you can't just grab a rash guard and pull, you yank cannot. them out. It's see, a, see, that was the, the thing. It's like I was like doing this, and I was like, this kind of feels like no gi. And then I was like, I was like trying to like, I'm like, how am I gonna get them up so I can try to get the sure. back? And I was like, oh, I know, I can just. I, he's in a gi. Yeah. Boom! I just grab his fucking lapel and like yank them up. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's the that's the benefit of doing both. Right. Is because if you're training no gi, you can you'll you'll start doing that stuff, and then you can go like, oh yeah, this he's wearing a gi. I can just fucking yank yeah, his sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let me tell you guys, like you know the and I get the, I get hurt. I hear this and I get told this a lot. It's like nobody wears a gi out in the world, right? I know. Mm-hmm. The reason your gi is so like strong is so that you can do these movements over and over and over right. again without tearing your clothes. Yeah. That's the only reason for it. It's a, it's a training tool. But people do wear jackets and people do wear like long sleeve shirts and people do wear pants. Yeah. And so the Hoodies, idea stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can so I mean, if you that one time that you have to grab somebody by the collar or grab someone by the sleeve or by their pants or whatever, trust me, that shit works. Grab people by the belt. Yeah. People wear belts all the time, yeah. and they're like those belts stay on because they're buckled. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like so if you just grab the belt and you, th- you imagine the control. Like imagine how like if you ever had a successful takedown or a sure. successful sweep or something like that, where you grab the belt like that. Yeah. Now imagine if it's somebody that doesn't know what the fuck you're about to do. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. imagine somebody's not defending that. Sure. And and you have that kind of control. You have no idea how much control you would have. Yeah. If you just have those instinctual like movements. Sure. So let's let's break it down like okay. this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is my favorite. This will be a good way to look at it. Is that is you know if we if we go to World Star and we look at typical street fights, right? We, we live in a world of of sweatshirts. Yeah. People love sweatshirts. They mm-hmm. wear sweatshirts all the time. They wear them even when it's ninety degrees and there's a sweatshirt. They might be wearing shorts. But yeah. they're also wearing sweatshirts. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's looking at you, Florida. Yeah. So. So on one hand, you have a gi match, okay, because they're wearing a sweatshirt, and you can choke them with a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. That thing's not going to rip, no. you know, not any, not, not before you knock them out. Yeah, not, okay. like again, yeah, you can you can control or, them or get them to the ground, something or whatever, else, yeah, right? Until you right. get something else, you can right. break. Now, in that same context for World Star, how many times do they back off and take their shirt off 
before they fight. Exactly. And now you have a nogi match. Yeah. <laughs> so that was 50 50. <laughs> oftentimes, yeah. they aren't really grappling, Jeff. I've noticed a lot of times they seem to be in fisticuffs. Yeah, they're swinging for the fences. But, yeah. but that's the perfect time. To shoot a double. Yeah, shoot a double. Get Boosh. him on the ground. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. And he's got no shirts. Who cares? Now yeah. now his back's on the fucking gravel. Yeah. And if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're and they a lot of them like to stand up real tall. So if you're a judo guy or gal, yeah. like, yeah, it's on. Yeah. You know, a that, lot of that defense is like yeah. it's like chin up and they're just so like, now, So you're like, now you're still standing tall and you just threw them on their head on the concrete. I mean, it's like so anyway, there's the the nogi world, guys, I know is seems more exciting. Like, it seems more thrilling. Yeah, it, it literally know? is just faster. It's yeah. just faster. It just... Sometimes. Well, just I'm saying, like, if you're watching it. Like, I think yeah. that's what it is. Because I, I don't understand the preference. Because I think if you like jujitsu, you really should like either one. I Or you that's would like I want. both. Or that's both, what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you're watching it, I could see liking Nogi a little bit more because it does seem to move a little bit quicker. Unless you're watching, like elite black belts competes like you know what i mean well like, that's what i say like if you're if you're looking at this so if you're in this like sort of transitionary phase where you haven't quite done nogi before and then you go and do you know you take a nogi class and you're like wow man this it's really fun like i can do nogi i like nogi better than the gi mm-hmm. it's generally because it's generally because you're struggling with the gi okay so if that's the case that's fine i mean oh yeah you know, okay like, like don't don't take a don't take a shit on the gi yeah until you've mastered the gi yeah don't shit on that gi yeah but by that same token, I don't mean to say that no gi is is better or worse. It's just different. Yeah, it it, it it's one of those things that like I think because you're a white belt, like P- you potentially should, you could should be, be white wearing, belt. Well, yeah. if you're starting out, yeah. Like if, if you're starting, starting out, yeah, and you're a white belt. Yeah, you should start out wearing a white belt. Yeah, like at least at least give it a stripe or two. Yeah, give it a couple stripes and then maybe start trying trying a couple no gi. I think honestly, yeah. I think that's what I did. Right, and it was really just because at that point I had loved jujitsu so much. That I wanted to train more and and find out more sure. things and everything like that. Yeah, I go to Greg's uh, uh, Nogi on Saturdays. Yeah. Like whenever I can. Yeah. or whenever I think about it. Yeah, great class. It's yeah because it's he's teaching like you said Nogi Jujitsu, not just right. You know, Gi Jujitsu. And that's, without, that's without a great. A gi, honestly, right. that is like I I did not give you the credit. I don't think in the t- in in uh, real time, but that was a great point <laughs> the fact of saying training in nogi if like if that's the case a lot of people are just doing the same jujitsu but now without a gi right correct like, that's fucking yeah exactly. yeah it, it doesn't right it doesn't change until until you've acquired knowledge and skill i mean right. that's and that's how that's how it, you know it naturally progresses in a lot of ways and this may be controversial in in this comment but a lot of ways i think people look at it as the difference between wrestling and i put that in quotes because someday we're going to do a podcast all about wrestlers, okay? okay. We're going to do a whole episode all about wrestling, okay? But so I put wrestling in quotes for all of my wrestlers, all right? So, but but they categorize it, the difference between wrestling, okay, and jujitsu. You know, mm-hmm. jujitsu's in the gi and wrestling's in no gi. The problem I have with this, of course, is this: is that every good, every good jujitsu practitioner who is also a wrestler, when they come in, here's the thing you guys miss about wrestlers: they don't just come in and do wrestling. They might start out that way because that's where they're comfortable. They're yeah. comfortable with understanding, like you know, the things that they know about the time that they've spent on the mat. But almost every good wrestler that I've ever met stops what they're doing and learns jujitsu. And yeah. then can fold wrestling into jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Because they they already understand the mechanics of learning a new skill. Right. They know how to train. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already have they already have the structure in place. They just need to just change the the software. Yeah, that's it. And they, they the and they will. And they're going to be the they're going to be the the guys and gals that like that say okay, I already know that I know wrestling, so I could just do wrestling and get by okay at this level, no problem. Right. You know, takedowns and you know, get them, get them flat and pinned on their back and, and then work. I have one or two submissions that I know work right. pretty regularly. I'm just going to do this. No, they, the, that you'll watch them. If you actually watch them train, they're, they're going to play guard. They're going to try and figure this stuff out. And the more they know about what you're doing as a jujitsu practitioner, you know, the more, that's why they're so quick at learning yeah. because they've, they know how to train. They have so many things. They're just really just, they're really just filling in the gaps of their grabs. They are. And that's so, so like, and, and, and I don't want to make this episode about that, but, but I think, but it does fall in line with this. This is why I take exception to people who will make reference to some, well, they're like, he's really good because he's a wrestler. 
I'm like, he's not really good because he's a wrestler. He's really good because he knows how to train. You can just say my name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could just say Pat. Uh, when me and Pat were talking, and yeah. he was said, I've probably said that multiple fucking times <laughs> <laughs> to you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, you've probably said this multiple times, and yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? He's He or she is really good because they know how to train. Right. That is that is what separates them. Um, and that's what makes them good students of jiu-jitsu because then they're like, okay, I know how to I know how to progress through this quicker than maybe the average person does, yeah, yeah. right? And so, yeah, yeah, it's not wrestling per se. It's not specifically their technical moves in wrestling. It's the fact that they know how to train. Right. And so now when I say, okay, so now we're doing jiu-jitsu, and you've heard me do it in class too, where if, if I got two guys that are wrestling and they start wrestling, I say, stop wrestling and do jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the wrestling will be a part of that later on, right? Yeah. Like I'll never tell them that in comp. I'll never be like, stop wrestling and do jiu-jitsu, you know what I mean? <laughs> What are you doing grappling yeah. out there? Yeah, yeah. But in training, like I, if you're studying jujitsu, if I'm teaching you jujitsu and you're studying it, practice it. This is your time to practice that that art. Yeah. Practice those moves and yeah. whatever. But class. yeah. But by that by that same token, I say that if you're then somebody that that's like, hey, I'm interested in doing no gi, go do no gi. Yeah. Just don't give up. Don't put the gi. Don't say there is not one is not better than the other. No, no. No, I don't think it's it's legitimately it's a preference thing and it's also you get benefits of both because I do no gi shit all the time. Like where I'm like I like there's so many times where I'm not even making grips. I just grab or like on someone's uh pants, sure. I just grab their fucking foot. Yeah. Cuz like you said, still grips. It's one yeah, that's a thing where you're not you're yeah, sometimes people could wear pants, sometimes people have, like yeah. yeah, but everybody's most people that you're going to be grappling with possibly will have feet. Yeah, feet, <laughs> so wrists, you elbows, just grab their fucking ankle, arms. grab their feet, the top of their foot, and just yank them around or do something that way or Necks grab and a wrist. Heads. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. There's So there's... And and that's... I think that's a preservation because my hand, my fingers get... So I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to have probably hand, problems with my hands because it's hereditary. Like, my mom has problems with her. Like, sure. P- what's a pistol finger? Or trigger finger or something like that. Is that what it's called? I have no idea. She's got an issue where like she had a thing where like her finger would like, like it like locks in like a closed position. Yeah, can't open it. Like yeah. Well, that's good though because that's what we want. We want hook. Yeah, yeah. What? So if your hands are just stuck like that, and I'm complaining. There's a guy. Isn't there like a guy, John Jack? Doesn't he have like no fingers or something like that? Like, I'm sitting there going like, but my fingers hurt sometimes, (laughs) so I think I'm gonna do this. I think I'll do nogi because it's safer. But again, same idea. Everybody's got fucking wrists. (laughs) So boom, I can grab a wrist. It's just to me that's a. I feel like that's a more secure thing, and it's. I feel like it preserves my my grips. Yeah, I think that the gi, the gi, besides the specific techniques of the gi that you can use that you can't use a nogi like your chokes and so forth there exists this opportunity to slow jujitsu down mm-hmm. for you to understand like the body mechanics of why you're doing what you're doing and when you apply that thinking to nogi jujitsu that's when you can start making inroads into like capturing people's backs and yeah. putting them in compromised positions breaking their posture sweeping them you know what i mean getting to these filling dominant in, positions yeah. yeah filling in i feel like that the even training nogi like since i've trained at nogi class and and done more nogi rolls and stuff like that the space that i was leaving a lot of times in you know transitions or something like that sure. maybe if i'm trying to you know get get to someone's back again get to someone's back or something like that right i was getting up on my knee like for some reason you just get into those bad habits sometimes sure or you do that stuff where a lot of times i'm leaving space for my rear nakeds or something like that in nogi for some reason since you don't have a grip or something yep. on something, you you have to keep them pinned. It's helped me legitimately fill in those gaps in my grabs. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. Sorry. I just keep saying it because I'm just so happy I came over there. <laughs> like, so Filling cool. in the gaps of your grabs, baby. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Cross training, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Train both because both are jujitsu. Yeah. It's not, it's not either or, Jeff. It's both. And that's one to grow on. <laughs> Okay, so that brings us to our next uh, segment, I guess, Pat. What is that? Uh, what's happening in the world of jiu-jitsu today? Today? If it's on this podcast, it's dated. Or a couple weeks ago. It could have been a couple weeks ago <laughs> or months. <laughs> Uh, so what's go- what's going on, Jim? Well, first of all, I have to say that the one one thing that I wanted to bring up on on the podcast that I have not done so yet, and this again, this is a bit of dated information for 
for those of us that know, but for the rest of the world, my uh, my illustrious co-instructor, Chris, got his black belt back in February, and oh, I just yeah. wanted to br- It was kind of a big deal. It was, man. yeah. Kind of a big deal for me, anyway. Kind of makes him look fat. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Usually they say black is slimming, but... Yeah, not for him. Not for no, Chris. It looks terrible. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm putting this out here almost strictly for Chris, because um, I'm sure, you know, outside of the 6 a.m. crew, many of you don't know who he is, but, but... The reason I want to shout out to him is is not only because he got his black belt as well deserved, but he was a perpetual brown belt, and COVID really kind of ruined his yeah. chances of getting his black belt anytime soon. Chris comes by way of the Marine Corps, and uh, he'd spent most of his uh, the last his last duty station was in Japan, um, and so his his professor was in Japan. Japan. He went to Japan and then came to fucking. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Damn, what did yeah, he do? I don't Who know. Who did he piss off? I'm like, mm, I didn't know that was sure? the last place he was. I know he had spent time in Japan. I didn't yeah. know that was the last I think, I think he came. I could be wrong, but I mean, unless Damn. it's been progressively getting worse throughout his career. Man, what's I mean, next? Texas? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's actually Virginia. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway um, yeah, so, but Chris got here yeah. and, and again, he's our, he's our, uh, you know, He's he our local. It. He's he our local jujitsu belt. hobo. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he he's he's uh, always transitioning to the next school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, did like get conversations in February. Got his black belt. Um, so finally that happened. Yeah. And just in time for him to, of course, move on here at the end of June for his next duty station is going to be missed. But the thing that I want to shout out about Chris is that not only is he a, a very good grappler, but this is a guy that like. He's, never was never complained he came in to do jujitsu just to learn train whatever he was like cool with whatever and i roped him into like co-instructing with me and and then it, then it progressed from three days a week to five days a week sometimes six days a week depending on yeah depending on the time of year <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh and you know god never complained about a single thing just did it oh he complains but not like not about like not like not I, about that stuff. I wouldn't argue. I don't know that he complains in as much as that he takes it out on you he guys. Critiques. <laughs> he critiques. Critiques. Right. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't complain. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. Com- he critiques. He takes it out on you guys, and I think that's a healthy. I think that's a healthy outlook. Honestly, if that's payment for all of his devoted uh, ukiing and and co-instructing, and, yeah, and, and and just honestly. Uh, advice like yeah, he's, good, ta- he's, good. he's taught me a lot of really bad habits that are going to get me in trouble one yeah. day and i i really yeah. do appreciate it he's very direct yeah uh, i tried to wrist like a fucking white belt today you know that i started to do that and i was like wait what am i doing good for you pat i know but it's, it's you know, know you know i thought that's my that's not my wrist that's <laughs> see that's fuck. chris that's chris yeah he's that's gonna, chris he's working vicariously through you he's my, yeah he's like my he he is my jujitsu uh spirit animal <laughs> like, that's that that's him. well done i he, think he's mine too he will forever live in my belt as yeah. that of this yeah. like of of you telling me it's like pat what are you doing <laughs> but right him going i know what he's so doing. Yeah. yeah so what's happening in the world of jujitsu today is that you know chris is of course he's my spirit well animal earned. he well earned black belt and i i just want to thank him for everything that he's done from for the 6 a.m crew for the class for the for yeah. harrisburg brazilian jiu-jitsu and judo and and say that man i really like really learned and have learned and will hopefully will continue to learn from you you know over, over the years he's made my yeah. game so much better i i honestly so. hope that like i hope that this like we get to because on his uh, really cool fun fact that uh, i've shared a couple times we went to we ended up going to the same middle school together and ended up training jujitsu years know. later together yeah how weird is that like i hope that uh, like in another like the same amount of time i hope that i get to see him again in where like prison again, in ohio <laughs> <laughs> prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly and i'm like you know what i did i tried to risk like a cop and then, like, yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, stop like, pushing with your hands. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, 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 I hope that, like, I, I hope that this trend continues because honestly, yeah, my, it, like, I, I feel like he's, he's a cool dude. I consider yeah. him a friend, and like, oh, I, for sure, I, for sure, I. I well earned, and I wish him only the best yeah. going He's forward. Definitely going to be like him leaving is a huge kick in the balls. Yeah, yeah, but not mine. Not, <laughs> but not my balls. Not so. my balls. No, it was my balls. But yeah, but yeah. So anyway, so that's that's one of the. Speaking of what's happening yes. in the world of jujitsu today and black belts, in another week we've got our our big black belt seminar yeah, coming yeah. up uh, oh, on yeah. May twenty first, and this is the time of year 
when uh, Rosendo Diaz comes out, who's our as our team uh, three team three G lead. Okay, he's a guy that started uh, third generation Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and we get to award black belts to those that are ready for that next step. I'm and ready. we've got quite a few of uh, people who I'm very excited for them to get their black belts. And so if you're a listener to the podcast and you're somebody that trains in the area, you know, please come out to the seminar. It's, it's, and it's super, open, it's open to, to people like the gym and everything. Yeah. I don't know who all is. I mean, I think it's at I least members. It's, yeah. Right? It's definitely members. I think I'm, I couldn't, don't quote me on this, but I'm sure it's open to others. And, and maybe even by the time that people are listening to this episode, the, it could have already happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Congratulations. But, yeah, so, so yeah. So it really should be. A now I'm a black belt. Now you guys all know I've, I'm a black belt. Yeah, so I have no idea. <laughs> Pat got his black belt. <laughs> I have no idea when this episode is going to drop so yeah. but it's but anyway it is something that that i'm looking forward to so even if it's, this is just a historical stamp in yeah, time yeah. you know we can listen back and say that like this is may 21st you know yeah. got a bunch of guys that are going that that's a it's a lot of work to get to your black belt so looking forward to it anyway what else is happening in the world jiu-jitsu today anything you want to talk about so uh there uh, there is a, there's a thing that i wanted to ask you about jeff <laughs> Wait, uh, is this like an ask a black belt question? No, 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 no. No, this is just about what's happening in the world of jiu-jitsu today. Yeah, this is, okay. it's still, it's still totally there, Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's about a little friend of mine <laughs> called the Buggy Choke. <laughs> did you happen to catch Bellator recently? I did. My friend. Yes, and the Buggy Choke made its debut as you a submission. You can't hold. avoid it, Jeff. Yeah. It's finding you. I, I thought for sure I sent you that post. But it no, found it you did anyway, found me. Wait, wait, wait. You guys, guys, I am so fucking sick of hearing Black about the buggy belt, choke. Buggy choke. <laughs> Black belt buggy choke. Okay, so here's the thing. All right, first of all, the submission that occurred mm-hmm. in Bellator, I guess, could be called a buggy choke. Mm-hmm. It was really a reverse triangle. Yeah. Okay, that thing's been around. It had for a real buggy fi- flavor there. It had know? a buggy flavor. It had a buggy flavor. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure where the name Buggy Choke comes in from. Is I don't it? either, but I love it. I like, I don't know if it's it. a guy named Buggy. Like, yeah. Or does it cool? look like a Buggy? Isn't there a guy named Boogeyman? Yeah. Is there a guy well, named Boogeyman? Well, that's Boogie. Well, is there a Buggy? And he's a 10th planet. <laughs> is uh, there an Amish belt. grappler named Buggy? <laughs> <laughs> the Buggyman. This comes from the Amish community. Hey, the Buggyman. <laughs> this, this is how the Amish control their children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 this is how you tie them down. I don't know why I keep making them Irish. This is how you tie them down. Oh, you tie them down, I'm Irish. And then, oh, I'm going to race a barn later. Yeah, I'm a pirate. Oh, it's a pirate now. Amish pirate. Well, at least you've moved on from Italians. But the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody else can take it now. Yeah, that's right. Um, but like it's so it, it's it's a thing that I brought up to you originally like a couple of weeks ago, I feel like, or maybe even a month ago. I mean, it's been ago. around for. Yeah, this this has been when that poking in my, my yeah, crawl for yeah, a while. Because I, I honestly I want to get your feelings on the buggy choke. Uh, but I want to know, is this because when I initially brought it up to you, it was because I saw a blue belt buggy choke a black belt? In a competition. Yeah. Is that why? Are you taking it personally because you think I'm coming after you? <laughs> Do you think I'm coming I for I your feel, I feel no personal affront to the buggy choke. I okay. mean, you know. So it's I, not I mean, personal. Can you choke somebody like that? Yeah. Is it, like, for the most part, most of this is like a reverse triangle setup. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's using your, le- it's like, it's a cool triangle yeah. from bottom. Yeah, it's a cool triangle from bottom. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm cool Side with control. it. I just think we could just, like, not act like this is, like, the most revolutionary thing that's yeah. ever happened in the world of jiu-jitsu. It, yeah, it's not, it's not exactly, it's, yeah, it's not like they're saying, like, oh, my God, the fucking buggy choke. This is the undefeatable. But it's just the fact that it happened in a pro, because the other one, if you remember correctly, the one that I, since I found out wasn't, didn't have a name. Yeah. Uh, is the now known as the Growler. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> when I saw that in a Bellator fight, I remember thinking, holy shit, that's, what the fuck is that? And then I started sure. trying it. Sure. It's just a th- new thing to train. I think that's, I think that's the thing of it, like, because I had never heard of it exactly. as well. Exactly. It's just it's just the hot new thing that's not really a new thing. It's right. just a, a new name. Yeah, maybe. well and that's the, so that's what I want to make sure I don't I don't want to destroy the buggy choke. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to go away. I think people should train it and that you should understand why it works and how it works. And it's exciting that people still find, at least in their minds, new ways to look at jujitsu. Yeah. And and new things to try out and go for it. And you know, you can look I, all I'm saying is listen to this guys. Everybody knows the straight ankle lock, okay? But there was a time when you could 
go entire tournaments and win on straight ankle locks alone. Now everybody will laugh at your straight ankle lock, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, oh, I can eat that, or I know how to defend it, or whatever, and it's not a big deal. But there was a time when nobody knew that the straight ankle lock was coming, you know, and you got submissions for it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying. Yeah. It, hey, you know, buggy chokes cool. I'm not saying it's not legit. It's legit. But see, I'm I'm afraid that this is going to take because I I don't have this feeling. I don't have, but I do see this happening where people taking time out of training regular jujitsu <laughs> to try to make up a new move. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like trying to, and and I think in experimenting and and trying different things like is good. Sure, but of not in the sake of coming up with a new viral fucking jujitsu yeah, move. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I doubt. Up, yeah, the, I don't think that happened. I think that those things occur, yeah. and then somebody else makes it viral. People just find clips of people doing body yeah, chokes, and they're like, yeah. "Look, it's yeah. everywhere." It's the same way with conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. They yeah. catch fire. They kind of like the same catch way. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> they catch fire and they gain uh, legitimacy. They do. They gain legitimacy because enough people believe it. Yeah. So, like, when I lie to you, yeah. that's one thing. But when I lie to everybody and everybody believes the lie, yeah. then maybe it becomes the truth. Every single black belt I've rolled with since then, I have tried to buggy choke. So, and how many have you gotten? Uh, hold on. <laughs> one, there's Chris, you, I think. None. <laughs> and one of them, all one of them hurt bad. One yeah. of them like was like no. <laughs> I won't say which one. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. So don't try buggy chokes. Jeff says. Yeah. <laughs> buggy chokes are dumb. Don't even fucking try them. Jujitsu Times headline. <laughs> Jeff says don't do buggy chokes. They're dumb. Fucking dumb. Those fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so, uh, I, I guess that would lead into our next segment. Yeah. yeah which would be ask, ask a black, black belt. You know what? You know what? You know what? Before I don't mean to interrupt, ask a black belt. Oh, no, but please. do you do you know? Do you know uh, or remember the best ask a black belt question we ever got? Mm-mm. It was on episode twenty-two. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> that one. Well, that's the one. That's when the fucking meteor was like tickling yeah. the core. That's like you know. What I mean, that was like when it was like we were almost. Well, look, I, I we tsunamis. got through the main we got through the main topic. Yeah, we got through the main topic, and I was like, we there's no way we're gonna be able to release this. Yeah, okay. I put my pants down. I was like, we were close. Yeah. We were close. I was like, it's it was iffy, and then we got that question on Ask a Black Belt, yeah. and I was like, we can't release this. Yeah. episode. <laughs> anyway, what's your question this week? Yeah, is a, a little bit more tame, a little bit more. Okay. Uh, this one's coming from Gino. Sure. He says. What are some rules about visiting other gyms to train? Hmm. Rules for visiting other gyms. Yeah. Very good question, Gino, and I'm happy to answer this question. And I will tell you that the protocol for visiting other gyms, especially because we are still in the world of COVID, whether you like it or not, yeah. is what it is. There are going to be policies, and those policies exist too, regardless if there's a pandemic or not. Some but, are mandates from the state. Some are just <laughs> like the the company just going like, hey, man, do this shit. Yeah, some gyms are like, so the best thing to do is call ahead to the gym that you'd like to train at and ask them if it's okay if you drop in. Um, you know, perfectly okay with giving them your, you know, your background, your lineage, like what school you're coming from. A lot of places, um, especially the gym that you train at, which is Harrisburg Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo, um, does have a good reputation especially if you're on the eastern seaboard so you you know you can make sure that they know that you're coming from a legit place ask them if they have uh you know if they accept you know drop-ins it was the most uh, appropriate thing ask them if there's a mat fee so that you make sure that you show up with with money if there is a mat fee for training there and then the last thing is just make sure if it's a gi day if it's a day that so that's it so maybe there's four things the third thing is 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 make sure that the day that you're dropping in it's either gi or no gi yeah which one is it and then the last one is um if you if it is a, a day for gi can you wear your gym uniform yeah, you know your your or just your gi because some some 
academies require you to wear their gi. They don't want you to have, or they just don't want other gyms patches in there. They want other gyms patches, or they don't want some you know rando gi. Like they have a uniform, and that all students are required to wear that uniform, which is totally legit. It's part of like it's part of jujitsu. When I first heard that, I thought it sounded like kind of like a scam. But you're like, no, that that's true. No, it's legit. Some places say like you have to wear our gi, and you got to buy one. Yeah, you're representing. Yeah, yeah, you're representing our brand, so therefore you're you're going to wear that. And and so and then finally, the most important thing to remember is is that when you're at a visiting gym, it is not your job. Nobody's expecting you to go to another gym and then whoop the shit out of everybody and then be like, "That's why Team 3G rules and you guys suck." Yeah, right. The, it's not a competition. It's not a competition. And believe me, everybody's going to be eyeballing you anyway. Yeah. Um, especially if you got color on your belt. They're going to be like, is this guy legit? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Is it, yeah. What is it? Because no matter what, like it, it's it. I noticed it doesn't even matter your demeanor. Like no. You could be the most polite person in the world. Yeah. And like and everybody could be really cool. But like when they're ro- like, they're still just, a turf war. Yeah, yeah. It's like this weird like. But then after that, usually it's it's cool. You know yeah. What I mean? You just again, let them like just don't be a dead fish. But like go and like don't make it a big deal if you get tapped or whatever. Like don't fight it. As soon as you allow that to happen. You know, you guys can get on. Remember that the the most important thing that you're doing is getting a new perspective on jujitsu, right? You're yeah. look at learning new techniques or a new approach to the techniques that you already know. Um, and most importantly, is that you're forming new relationships with people inside this very small community that's getting bigger, but is still a very small yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. or just do like I do. Uh, I go into a new place. I immediately uh, don't tap to something until it hurts. Yeah. I cry, shit my pants, and go. Jeff Beck taught me jujitsu at Harrisburg, Georgia, <laughs> and I leave. And I don't clean up after myself. Is that, do, you like, do you leave like the pants that you shit in in the yeah in yeah, the yeah. Gym? <laughs> I leave them there. Yeah, yeah. I just cool. t- yeah I take them off. I go. I'm saying this as I'm going. Jeff Beck taught me jujitsu. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Beck. Jeff J E F. And then you're like, I don't even think he's a real black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> Give me the pants. I got to finish wiping up. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, there's another question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan asks, <clears throat> if the black belt dies on the mat like he wishes, or she, what does what animals does he or she <laughs> He's asking you. I know it's a he. Uh, what animals, In this case. What animals does he want to be reincarnated as and why? Okay. So this is always an open question because you're like, what animal would I want to be? Because, you know, do I want to be venomous? Do I want to fly? Like, what, you know, what do I want to do? Right. Right. But the, but the reality is, is if that, if you don't pick a domesticated dog or cat. Oh, yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like we're looking at Stanley yeah. right now, just fucking living the lap. This is the lap of luxury yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah. It like domesticated cats and dogs aren't my spirit animal necessarily. No. Chris but is. if I had to be re- Chris is my spirit <laughs> animal. But if I had to reincarnate, it would definitely be a domesticated dog. Yeah. I'm not even at home, and I know exactly what position my dogs and yep. cat are in. Yeah. Yeah, per, uh, uh, sitting fucking pretty. That's yeah. where the, that's their yeah. Position. That's exactly there. You go. That's, that's right. what they're doing because that's no right. matter what, they got they got uh they got water and food at at the ready all anytime, time all anytime day. Uh, also, probably treats from like the treats. kids dropping shit or giving them like you know little, or my wife literally giving them treats. Oh, here's a whole slice of cheese yeah. for the dog or yeah. something like that. I did it. I Feed, had a dog as well. Feeding them from the table. Yeah, even stuff though like they're that. Not supposed to absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so that kind of shit and and then also like just toys. And also, no responsibilities. No responsibilities. Jeff, I got to tell you, that's a great... Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think I'm going to change my spirit animal from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to work way too hard. I agree. <laughs> Dog or cat is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, so, uh, I, that just brings us to our last question, Counselor. Yes. Jeff, what's been on your turntable lately? I swore an oath to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Nothing but the truth. So help me, Pat. He did it while he was in the bathroom. I did. Okay, so what's on my turntable? Please. Yeah, so uh, Joe Stetter turned me on to this guy. Uh, it is a guy by the name of Willie Carlisle. Willie Carlisle. Willie Carlisle. Carlisle, like the place like, here? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. C-A-R-L-I-S-L-E. I'm just writing it down. That's L-I-S-L-E. Mm-hmm. Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle. Did I spell that right? I think yeah, I, I did. think so. Yeah, I didn't. Guys, listen to Willie Carlisle. Um, so here's what's interesting. So it's 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 on like it's folk country. Okay, very roots oriented music, very roots oriented sound. But but 
What's crazy about him is his his uh, the way he writes. Uh-huh. So if you're okay, the music's good. Like the music's good. I like the music. So if you're not a big lyrics fan or whatever, fine. But if you're a big lyrics fan, if you like lyrics, mm-hmm. okay, listen to Willie Carlisle. Okay. Yeah, incredible. It's, Just the the way he turns a phrase, the way that he he orchestrates, like the it's like he's a storyteller. Yeah, there's something I heard or recently uh, the latest Kendrick Lamar album or it's just like that. It's yeah, a story. You yeah, like the whole through throughout is the whole story kind of thing. It's not just song. Each song. Oh, sure, sure. Like yeah, in that case, it's a you know a story. Album I enjoy either one. Yeah, like either yeah. one like a storyteller. It doesn't yeah. matter what genre I like. So yeah, I, that's that's really cool. I like yeah, it. it's cool, man. Yeah, like yeah. so. Anyway, so that's what's on my turntable right now. So guys, take a listen to Willie Carlisle if you get a chance. What's on your turntable? Mine, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's a, not as a uh, singer songwriter, not as, but just as entertaining, if not more. <laughs> uh, uh, something that I've been listening to one particular song. Uh, it's called "Royal Flush" by the band uh, Bad Rabbits. Okay, not familiar. It well, I like I get excited when I can when like people say that. Like I know most people aren't familiar because like I I hadn't heard of them. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I think most people that look like me, (laughs) I think I can there's safely bet that they haven't heard this song unless I've played it for them. Oh, interesting. So it's it's a it's a it's it goes under the category in my opinion of perfect fucking songs. It's called Royal Flush. It's like it's uh I'm I'm putting this in I'm making a note right now so I don't but I've actually started checking out that, like, just recently, I've started checking out that album. Like, I'll do that every once in a while, where like I, I will stumble across like a fucking incredible song, sure, and try to share it with people usually as much as I can. But then, like, it's almost like a placeholder that if I ever don't have something that like is really kind of scratching that itch, yeah, or something like that. It's like their number one song I know on Spotify, but it's it's like one of those things that. I hope we go like, all right, well, I love this song. Let me delve into their their catalog. Sure, of course, right. And the the album that it's off of, uh, American Love, what's the name of it? That album so far, from what I've like explored from, I've only listened to it like once or twice, is not, like each song is not the exact same, I would say, quali- not quality, I wouldn't even say quality, same quality, but it's not like that perfect sure. exact thing, but each one of them is given that same energy. Okay. And is, I would say, uh, entertaining, not just like, it's like, it's, I don't know how to put it. Like, it's almost like, like a more punk earth, wind and fire. <laughs> I, I have to hear this. What's the know. name of the band? That's the way it makes me feel. Uh, it's uh, Bad Rabbits. Bad Rabbits. Yeah, okay. Bad Rabbits is the name of the band. And American Love is the album, but the song in particular that I love is Royal Flush. Okay, it's perfect. I'm. I'm. I'll check it out on the album way home. cover is really nice too. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I'll be checking <laughs> it out. It's all about America, uh, just like me. Buggy chokes are out there for gee and no gee alike. Maybe yeah. that's why you don't like it because it's a no gee thing. <laughs> I you, like no gee. <laughs> <laughs>